When I began seminary, I tried to buy uh, the latest and greatest books from today's uh, most acclaimed scholars. The problem I realized uh, soon was that a lot of new books are popular for a little while, provocative, um, but don't stand the test of time. It was part of my development to discover that most of the best books, many of the best books are written by authors who are uh, dead with the Lord, uh, whose writings and thoughts has held up to scrutiny for generations and has proven to be true. Today in our devotions, I'll feature some uh, readings from some uh, great authors from ancient time. The first readings from Psalm 86 by David over 3,000 years ago. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love toward me. You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, insolent men have risen up against me. A band of ruthless men seek my life, and they do not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant. Save the son of your maidservant. Show me a sign of your favor that those who hate me may see and be put to shame because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In our second reading, we hear from Jesus speaking about the contemporary culture that judged him, judged all the prophets according to the spirit of the present age. Uh, According to the spirit of the world, God's time is always out of step. But if we enter into God's time, we see that according to the spirit of Christ, life has no end, uh, but is eternal. A reading from Luke 7. To what then shall I compare the people of this generation? And what are they like? Jesus asked. They're like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say, he has a demon. The son of man has come eating and drinking, and you say, look at him a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by all her children. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And here's a meditation for today from Tertullian, one of the church fathers and uh, theologians from the second and third century after Christ. Tertullian writes, Christ as a man was in the Father's thoughts from the beginning, because the Word was to be both clay and flesh, just as the earth was then. 
Thus the Father said to the Son, Let us make man in our own image after our likeness. And God made man. That is to say, he molded and fashioned the creature and made him after his own image, that is, in the image of Christ. And the word was God also. And he was in the image of God who thought it not robbery to be equal to God. So it is that the clay, which was even then putting on the image of Christ, who was to come in the flesh, was not only the work of God, but also God's pledge and promise. God forbid that he should abandon to everlasting destruction the labor of his own hands, the care of his own thoughts, the receptacle of his own spirit, the queen of his creation, the inheritor of his freedom, the priestess of his religion, the champion of his testimony, the sister of his Christ. Now, as he requires from us love to our neighbor after love of himself, so he will do what he has commanded. He will love the flesh, that is mankind, which is his neighbor. He will love it, though it is infirm, since his strength is made perfect in weakness. He will love it, though it is disordered, since those who are whole do not need a physician, but those who are sick. He will love it, though it is dishonorable, since we bestow more abundant honor to the less honorable members. He will love it, though it is ruined, since he says, I am come to save that which was lost. He will love it, though it is sinful, since he says, I desire the salvation of the sinner. He will love it, though it is condemned, for he says, I shall wound and also heal. I love reading from authors uh, from ancient times. They they talk in a different way. I love how Tertullian uh, speaks of God's love for his creation that he he cannot abandon us to destruction because we are the work of his hands. We're the receptacle of his spirit. We are his creation. Dear brother and sister, God has chosen to love you and me uh, not because of our strength but because of our weakness. And he has promised that he has come to save us and will never lose us, never leave us, or never forsake us. May you know that love which is in his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.